Pow, 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 pow. Reload! What's going on? Oh, 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 a bullet butt. Oh, shit. Hang on a sec. Hang on. Wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Hang on. Hold off. I gotta get the smack out. Now you put your drum in with that tool. Oh, yeah, now you're ready. Get through the chopper! <laughs> That's a good one. Barry, what's today's gripe about? California gun law. This gun is California legal, but you have to have a tool to take the mag in. Actually, out. it's not right now. Just drum in it. You're not supposed to have a drum in it. Okay. That's okay. Well, we're in Georgia. We can do what we want. We just got the jacked up mag latch. You have to have a tool to open. Let's see if we can get this drum out. Oh, great. That's Teamwork. Teamwork. So when you, when you have one of these in California, <laughs> it's a crew served weapon. Thank you. That's now. right. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. This is a California-approved Sega shotgun, a 410 shotgun that you have to have a effing tool to remove the magazine. Mm -hmm. Barry, how draconian are California gun laws? Well, they're pretty bad. Uh, reading this uh, gun laws in California, I mean, it, it, is, it is pathetic what those people, those poor folks have to live under out there. Now, this magazine that fell out of it, that's a five-round mag, right? Correct. So, I mean, we sell 15-round mags, but you can't put it in there because according to California law, that's right. you cannot import, sell, export, or anything, a high-cap magazine. Um, so that 30-round drum would be illegal. Right. Even though you have to have the bullet button, it doesn't matter. You can't have a mag over 10 rounds. Here's, here's what it says. It is illegal to import, sell, give, trade or lend a magazine that holds more than 10 rounds of ammunition. The possession of such magazines is legal, however. It says right here. It's legal to possess them, but apparently you can't do anything with them. You have to keep them. They're, apparently they're grandfathered, right, under the law. I'm assuming so. Okay. Which uh, leads me to the text on my shirt, all right? Restricted law enforcement, government use only. Right. This is the text that you're going to see on a grandfathered mag or basically a Clinton era gun ban mag. I mean, they had to stamp them restricted. Now, I'm assuming that there's a similar type of clause in, in California. I mean, I can't be sure. Mm -hmm. uh, by the way, the shirts that me and Barry are wearing were actually donated by the uh, folks over at Endo. We love um, these shirts. They're real lightweight. They're, uh, they're, they're airy and light like grandma's biscuits. I mean, hey, this, this is nice right Yeah, here. thanks, guys. We real appreciate nice. it. Yeah. Yeah, we love the shirts. Anyway, really appreciate California, I mean, They've got some really jacked up things going on. I mean, going into this gun gripe, we were just kind of thinking in our minds, like, how are we going to approach this? Because this video is basically like a complete, like, conglomerate of every single gripe that you will ever make about guns in your whole life. Mm -hmm. Go back to draconian, bullshit, Californian gun laws. I mean, come on. So, um, what else do they have to do, Barry? Let's go through some of this a bit. Uh, well, in order to get a carry permit, they have they have three categories that you have to go through. There's, uh, there's may issue category, shall issue, and no issue. Right. It depends on your municipality. The sheriff and the counties can determine whether, you, and you have to give them a good reason for having the gun, too. It's not because mm -hmm. I want to exercise my Second Amendment right. You have to prove to them that you need the gun, a legitimate purpose, right. so on and so forth. Right there. California has no provision in its state constitution that explicitly guarantees an individual the right <laughs> to keep and bear arms. Right. Now, that was challenged. Um, that particular, I guess, wording was challenged with the uh, Heller and McDonald. Mm -hmm. 
the Supreme Court versus Heller and then Supreme Court versus McDonald in 2010, it said it established that the Second Amendment applied to all states within the Union, obviously, and many of California's gun laws are now being challenged in federal courts. Obviously, mm -hmm. uh, they will be. Of course, you have people like Senator Feinstein. Um, of course, her name is well known in the anti-gun community because she's pretty much like the crypt keeper, bandwagon ringleader for this whole like crooked operation well, in terms of all these draconian laws. In 1994, which is almost 20 years ago, folks, right. uh, Diane Feinstein pioneered. She came up with the all all the ideas and, and the restrictions for the Clinton ban, mm -hmm. and she tried to do it again with Obama. However, they rammed the Clinton thing down our throats, but the Obama thing didn't go that far because nobody's gonna nobody's gonna vote for that. I mean, it, as dumb it, as they are, they were smart enough to realize well, even the even the Democrat-controlled Senate defeated. They said no, not gonna do it. Right. They're looking out for their jobs because they would be out of a job. And if you go back and look at history with the Clinton, when some of the Democrats voted for the crime bill, they were out of office next election. They got voted out, and that would have happened this time too, but they've done wised up now. They're not going to go for that anymore. They're looking out for their own hind end now, uh, looking after their families and their jobs and so on and so forth, and they're trying to serve. Maybe they're trying to actually serve the people, which That's would right. be a refreshing change from what's been going on. But in here, I was reading over this about the magazines. Mm -hmm. It used to say, I don't think it says in here, but you can't have a belt that holds over 10. You cannot have if you, so if you had like a, a gun belt, right? If you had a 19, uh, 19 semi-automatic uh, uh, rifle, you couldn't have more than a ten rounds in it at a time with a belt. Well, see, they don't allow NFA. That's another thing I wanted to mention too. There are so many crazy laws that California has. I mean, we could not spend thirty minutes and cover all of them. Right. So we're going to try to keep it, you know, kind of short and sweet, straight to the point. But when it comes to machine guns and things of that nature, they do not allow machine gun ownership to average people without very extensive licensing. So they actually have, I mean, you know, Hollywood, right. of course, you know, all the movie industry, there's a lot of movie industry types in California. Well, they can get permits to get like blank fire machine guns, real machine guns for that matter. Uh -huh. um, however, an average person obtaining such permission to have a belt fed full auto or whatever the case may be, from what I've seen is extremely uh, strict. I mean, they just won't let anyone have that right. And to me, it's like, okay, well, the film industry, all right, well, the film industry has the right to make their films or whatever, but then they're going to say, all right, well, we all live in California, but the guys that make the films get the machine guns, but Joe Blow wants to go in the desert and play, screw you. Mm -hmm. I mean, are you an American or not? Mm -hmm. I mean, what does it come to? You know? Well, getting back to the high cap mags, according right. to this paper, you can own a 30 round magazine for your AR, but mm -hmm. your gun has to have the bullet button. It says under the definition, if you have to use a tool to take the mag out, then it's, it, the gun does not have a detachable magazine if you have to use a tool to do it. It mm -hmm. is not defined under the, uh, the prohibited gun. So, but it does have a detachable mag. It's just, it just takes you longer to change the mag. Mm -hmm. Now, some of the California legal ARs, you have to actually open them up and load them with a stripper clip. They have a magazine that's built into the gun. Well, from what I've been told, um, I, I was told by a YouTuber that that, I mean, as, you know, it may be correct, it may not be, mm -hmm. but a YouTuber told me that those particular ones where you have to break them open and pop stripper clips in, mm -hmm. that's the old style. Okay. They don't have to do that anymore. Now they have the bullet button. Right, they have the bullet button. button. Right. Right. 
Now, the problem with the bullet button, of course, is that there is no real scenario where you're going to be able to change mags easily. And if you do, and it's over 10 rounds, you're breaking the law. Mm -hmm. So right off the bat, I mean, they've already turned it into something that no one is going to go through the trouble of doing in any real tactical situation. So see, like I just changed that magazine and I put that 30 round drum in it. In California, that would be a felony charge. They can actually get me for a felony for putting that drum in that in this shotgun. Although here in Georgia, now granted, the bullet button, the button's on it, but I can have a 30 round drum in this in Georgia, it doesn't matter. But, I mean, you're gonna say that like, someone can't just go to another state, buy the drum, take it back to California, pop their little five-rounder out and stick a 30-rounder in it. I mean, it, it's just all, it goes back to our gripe about the thought police. The, the, the Californian government, it's all about the thought police. They're regulating what you may or may not do and punishing you proactively for something you haven't even done yet. Right, right. So they're Getting back to the thought police, that's exactly sure. what it's all about. Right. They're, they're trying to punish you for something that you might do not something that you have done and everybody they you know people think if we pass a law people will obey it well laws get broken every day all day long mm -hmm. everybody knows it's illegal to make a bomb and, and and blow it up on the sidewalk but that didn't stop it from happening and it's not going to stop it from happening and they're, and they're not they're not going to they're not going to make it where you have to pass a background check for a pressure cooker are they no these california gun laws that those people have to live under every day this is what they tried to ram down all of our throats about three months ago right and it didn't work now you're always going to have rogues like uh new york with bloomberg you're always going to have rogue states like california now we got colorado going rogue on us mm -hmm. but it's not going to take over the whole country and I, I tell you what folks i really feel sorry for people that have to live under that kind of a rule i would not live there I will right. not live there under that kind of conditions. They can't tell me what I can do legally as a law-abiding citizen. Well, Barry, here's the thing, is that some people, and, and I, I get it, you know, some people, the way that they look at things is more along lines of like, that's where their jobs are, that's right. where their families are. Some people can't help it. Right. I mean, not everybody has the ability to just say, screw this government, I'm packing up, moving somewhere more friendly. I mean, a lot of people just don't have that luxury. Right. And I really feel for them because, I mean, you, it's like you're stuck. And, again, I mean, are you a sovereign citizen? Are you a, you know, law-abiding citizen? Are you a, you know, a, a proper, you know, citizen of this country yep. that has the full rights of anyone anywhere else in any other state? I mean, it's like you're a sub-citizen when you're treated that way. Right. And that's the way I've always looked at California is like, it's like you are treated like a sub-citizen. Right. You're less than we are. Right. Now, the government here again, playing the devil's advocate, that's one of uh, Eric's catchphrases. If, if I had to live in New York or I had to live in California, I would obey the law, and but I would have whatever guns they would allow me to have. That's right. I'm not going to be disarmed. Now, some places in New York, you're not armed at all. So you got to be careful with all this kind of stuff. But like I said, if I had to live in a place like that, I'm, I'm going to obey the law, and I, but I'm going to have some kind of protection for myself. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna be a, a servant. Uh, I agree. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do that. There's no sense to be a servant for anybody. And ultimately, if you're living in a place where the government has more guns and more power and more ability to overtake you in that form, then then ultimately you are a servant. You are a substandard citizen to them. In their eyes, they look. They can do whatever they want to. Right. Now, here's something that gets me. It says, uh, semi-automatic firearms that the state has classified as assault weapons, 50 BMG caliber rifles, and magazine that holds more than 10 rounds of ammunition, which we already talked about, 50 BMG caliber rifles. So, B 
Barrett, all right, cannot sell his 50 caliber to, say, someone in California. Well, they've gotten around that. Ronnie Barrett said, okay, fine. You're not going to let your citizens have 50 caliber guns? Well, then we're not going to sell our damn 50 calibers to the government of California, and good for them. Right. Good for them. Ronnie Barrett was the first manufacturer to do that. We've had other manufacturers follow suit. Mm -hmm. There was one manufacturer that's not going to sell anymore to New York City. They said, if you're not going to let your citizens have the same gun you got, we're not going to service your guns either. I think it was uh, CMMG. But there was one AR company. But other companies are following the suit. Magpul is made in Colorado, and I think they're moving out of the state. They're having to. They're, they're, they're jumping ship. They're moving. Um, another thing about that, too, is that, you know, what Barrett did is, um, you're gonna, correct me if I'm wrong, the 416 Barrett? He came out with a 416 Barrett. 416 Barrett. A hellaciously nice cartridge. That round is, so, that, that round is supersonic at 2,500 yards. And it's a hell of a lot better sniper. Well, right, but see that particular cartridge, though. See, it doesn't count as a 50 caliber because right. it's a neck down 50 it's, BMG. It's, it's so see, there's again, it's the thought police. There's always ways around it. But for the government of California to just say, well, because someone has a 50 caliber, they're going to shoot a hole in my uh, in, in, in my limousine as it's rolling down the road, or they're going to, you know, you can't assume that someone's going to do something bad with a gun just because it exists. I mean, if that's the case, we should all ban cars because I can get in my car and run way more people over, more quietly and more effectively than I can a firearm. So are we going to ban cars? I mean, it's just the most draconian bullshit I've it ever is. seen in my it whole is. life. These The people, the, the, the honest taxpayers of California are paying people to think up this stuff, and that's that's outrageous. I know. That is totally outrageous. I know. It's, it's, like, it's like paying a doctor to come up with a way to kill you slowly for the rest of your life. It's like, it, it's just as bad. It, it really is. is. Um, they do require pistol registration. Uh, they don't have long gun registration. They do have pistol registration. I'm not going to go into the details, but again, it, it's bad people. All right. We already talked about the assault weapon law, magazine restrictions, um, carry permits, usually may issue, um, NFA weapons restricted. Um, why don't you talk about that? Firearm sales. Yes. Okay. About, uh, Sales of firearms from one person to another, mm -hmm. which is private party transfers, must be through a licensed firearm dealer using a private party transfer form. Mm -hmm. And that's what they tried to do with the universal background. Correct. And it didn't work. If, in other words, if Eric wanted to sell his neighbor his deer rifle or something, he would have to come through a dealer, right. pay a fee. Mm -hmm. uh, it says here in California that they uh, there's a $10 fee in addition to the $25 transfer fee that the state charges. So mm -hmm. a $35 transfer fee that you have to have a to transfer a gun, if you, I'm assuming if you want to give a gun to your kid. Well, see, again, it's it's just this convoluted, random mess. It's like they, when they come up with these laws, people, they don't know how they're going to enforce them. They don't know how it's going to affect people down the road. They don't even know. I mean, the law enforcement people don't even know. And if you look at, you know, this information we found off of Wikipedia. Don't kill me, but I mean, I don't know all the California gun laws by heart. So when you look at the way some of these statements in this uh, document are laid out, you know, they even say that, you know, if you go into obviously the large cities like Los Angeles, places like that, of course the gun uh, restrictions are going to be really strict because of the problems they have being in an urban area. But then you get out in some of the more rural areas, then it's just like here. I mean, the gun laws may not be as strictly enforced or whatever, 
and the cops are a lot cooler and everybody knows each other so again no matter where you go whether it's New York whether it's Utah Georgia wherever in the United States the cities are always going to have cops that are going to be a prick to you more than a cop say in you know out in the middle of nowhere in the stoops so it's the same way in, in California they have rural areas where everyone's cool and it's laid back and it's not enforced so says here California does not recognize any concealed carry permits issued by any other state or political subdivisions mm -hmm. it goes on to say uh, let's see in some of the more restrictive cities and counties licensees uh, licenses tend to be issued mainly to friends of the sheriff mm -hmm. uh, celebrities and campaign donors some of these departments are now being challenged in federal lawsuits under the Equal Protection Clause of the 14th Amendment. Right. So, in some of these municipalities, it's favoritism. You know, you give to it's a certain a campaign, I'm, I, you know, and that's, that's not right. I know. Well, right. then that also goes back to, in the other gun gripe, where we're talking about NFA stuff, how a lot of these senators and upper-end uh, government officials are actually getting brand-new machine guns to be put on the books for people to purchase to enhance their campaign uh, funds selling these machine guns on the open market as a new machine gun new on the books where technically it wasn't supposed to be able to do that there's all kind of corruption at every level that occurs and California's no different right, right. so well anyway we pretty well covered most of this stuff we have we give you a general idea of what of right. what you're dealing with, with with all this but to use California as an example of what we need all of us need to do is, is ludicrous it's completely ludicrous that's right I mean you know Anyway, but anyway, all these gun, gun laws are gun laws, and they're made by somebody sitting in a room. Most of them don't even know anything about a gun. Diane Feinstein probably doesn't know 1% uh, of what I guarantee she you she's got a carry permit. I guarantee you she carries her gun. I, think she I guarantee you she has bodyguards oh, yeah. and gated, gated locks and, and mm -hmm. security cameras. Right. I guarantee you she has all the safety she needs. Right. But she doesn't want the other citizens of California to have the same margin of safety and umbrella of safety that she lives under. Right. Uh, so, I mean, it's just, it's, it's like this bureaucratic royalty. It, there's a wall between us and them. They have their world and we have our world, and we can live in our world and they can live in theirs. Right. But it don't work. At, they, I mean, as long as they don't live, bother my world, I don't care what they do. Well, they, well, I do. Because, see, they, they live in a fantasy world. They live in a world where they go outside and they've got armed guards and they've got gated communities with security cameras and armored cars and escort everywhere they go. And, and the movie stars live that way too out there. So see, there's a lot of that going on. So, you know, you can't let your guard down. You can't assume that just because they're not bothering you that you shouldn't pay attention to them because we should. I mean, that part of the problem we're having is people have laid on the sidelines and not... Uh, and well, not paid attention to this whole thing. We've given y'all a lot of food for thought and investigate this on your own. Look up California laws, look up New York laws, look up Colorado laws, and look up also uh, sheriffs of municipalities that are against this thing. There's a lot of them in Georgia that are totally against any kind of restrictions on their citizens. And a sheriff has a lot more power than you think he does. Sheriff has almost ultimate power in his county. There are a lot of sheriff's departments that have stood up and, say, and they're trying to actually get a lot of these federal level laws revoked and pushed back like the NFA Act and all of those sort of things. So there are a lot of sheriffs out there that are extremely pro-gun, they're, they're pro-freedom, they're pro-armed pro citizenry, and if you seek those sheriffs out, you need to support them in every single right. way. Let them know that you have their back, that you're there for them, 
you know, and that's what it's going to take. I mean, we have to really support those kind of people mm -hmm. that are willing to make a stand right. and do the right thing. Well, anyway, y'all got food for thought, and we appreciate y'all uh, tuning into the station here and the channel, and we are uh, very, very grateful for everybody. We've, we've had visitors in here all day from everywhere. Oh, man, we've got everywhere. Today. And I tell you what, man, it is heartwarming to hear from everybody calling us on the phone. We get 99.9% .9 positive. If anybody says anything negative, they say, well, you know, y'all might want to change this or do a video on this, and that's fine. Sure. But I think we, I think we're doing a, a uh, like they say, uh, y'all are doing a great job on this thing, and we, we enjoy doing the videos, and uh, we get a lot of enjoyment out of it, and uh, I hope y'all learn a lot from the videos, and uh, just tune in again. Absolutely, and, uh, we, we have a lot of awesome things coming up, guys. We appreciate you watching. More importantly, we appreciate your business and all the phone calls. You guys have a good day, and uh, we'll catch you next week on this. Y'all have a good evening now. Right now, bye bye. All right, let me go load my. Mag in my 410. It's going to have to stay there. <laughs>